six nine one one seven five eight. This message will repeat. It doesn't add up begins momentarily. Please ensure arms, legs, and headphones are secure at all times. Six Hello and welcome to the very first episode of It Doesn't Add Up, a conspiracy theory podcast. I'm going to be one of your hosts, Bill Stevens. And I'm Tori Stevens, his sister. So this is a new venture for us. Um, previously we had done a radio show, we played uh, music. We, uh, we also do some uh, video game streaming. Um, don't want to say uh, previously because we still actively do these things, but... Yeah, that's on hiatus, I guess. We pursue different projects, different yeah. times, depending on what we're most interested in, how things are going. We both have jobs and are both students. Um, we... so, so, yeah, so, like, we decided to branch out into a podcast, um, mostly because we talk a lot, like, to each other. During the radio show. During the radio show, then... during the streams... And then whenever we're not streaming, and when we're together, we're just talking about dumb crap. So we were at a show, I guess that was January or February of this year? I think so. We haven't gone too many shows this year. I think it was it was either January or February. And we were waiting for, like, in between sets for a band to come on. And for some reason, we started talking about 9-11 conspiracies. While we're just wait like and we're and it's loud and there's people around us so we're like almost kind of shouting but not really you know like, like that yeah. you do the thing at a show. <laughs> so. No, we were driving on the way there. No, we were at the show. Before that, we were talking because that's how we we were talking about the phrase uh, "loose change." Right, which is the nine eleven conspiracy documentary. And um, we were driving across this one bridge. I can I remember it now. I remember the moment perfectly. Because I, like, nearly crashed the car because we were like, oh, it's loose change because it doesn't add up. Yeah, that, that yeah, that was it. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then it, it didn't leave us. We were, right. we were still talking about it while we were waiting between um, between acts. Yeah, so it's it's always something that I've been interested in, like, conspiracy theories and, like, the weird things people believe. Um, yeah, so it's like, let's do something with that idea. Like, let's do something with that interest. So we decided to do this podcast and... um. We decided to do it, like, a few months ago, and we finally, like, had a chance to prepare and sit down and actually do it, so, um, but what we didn't want to do was go in, like, guns blazing, like, we didn't want to, like, start 9-11 conspiracies, or even, like, like, just the tragic stuff, like, the Sandy Hook shooting, or, like, you know, like, all that. Stuff that shouldn't be... Yeah, so, so I started looking for something a little lighter, you know, a little... I guess fun, you know, or like silly or something, you know. Less, not that deep. It's, yeah, exactly. Because you could spend. You're not going to offend anyone by talking about the moon. Yeah, Nothing, exactly. There's no hard feelings here. There's no, there's no death. No, no. Nothing. So this is how we're going to start. Who knows if we'll eventually get into the serious stuff, or if we'll try to keep it light. Um, I'm not sure yet. Maybe touch upon some uh, Kurt Cobain. Yeah, stuff like we watch, that. You we watch know. a lot of documentaries, and we'll probably take inspiration from that. Like that's like my exclusive Netflix category. Yeah. Documentaries, uh, Wikipedia surfing, 
some of our hobbies. Yeah, I just, Wikipedia is crazy. You just go down a hole and you start looking up weird Satanists and, you know, cults. I love, I love looking up cults. All those added links. I mean, that's Italian journalism. You got to add the recommended pages. Just keep going. Yeah. So, so I started looking up like, you know, I don't want to say whimsical, but like, you know, like lighter stuff. And so I was like, hmm, Paul McCartney's still alive, you know, things like this. And then I found... Paul McCartney is still alive. You mean John Lennon? I mean, no, yeah, John Lennon's still alive. Paul McCartney was killed. And the guy that currently says he's Paul McCartney is a double. That's the thing. Yeah. Who knows? We might get to that. I don't know. We should get into that. Yeah. So then I found this subgroup of people that not only don't believe that the moon landings were fake... They believe the entire moon is not real. And it's been a hoax perpetrated throughout the ages. And I thought this was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. So that's what we're going to get into today. I think we're going to start off with the idea that the moon is actually a hologram. Which would be interesting considering the moon has been around since uh, before electricity. Yeah. But um, we're going to get into that. Some of the arguments these people... uh, this one individual in particular who will take up the bulk of the episode, probably. Because he had the most to say, and we have the most to rebuttal. With. Yeah. Rebuke? I guess rebuke would be the... Yeah. Yeah. So, let, let's get into this. Yeah. So, this fella, I found this site. <laughs> he goes by the name The Mad Revisionist. And you can find his site. It's uh, revisionism.nl. I'm not sure what .nl is for, but... Anyway, he's got this whole webpage, and the title is The Moon, A Propaganda Hoax. And he thinks he's doing an expose here. No credibility, by the way. No, 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 no. We'll use We'll use the terms article and source, just the loosest definitions of those words. The, the just, sources that your uh, teachers said doesn't count. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> nothing that you'd ever use in a paper. These sources don't actually have sources themselves, really, so... Um, but the way he begins this whole thing is just fascinating. Like his tipping point to where he like had this eureka moment that the moon is fake, I think is the most insane and like beautiful It's a piece national of treasure kind of a connections. It's, let's just get into this. So he begins, quote, in 1995, the American Historical Association, in an attempt to stifle revisionist scholarship, marked the 50th anniversary of the defeat of Nazism. The resolution calling on scholars to, unquote, and within a quote, initiate plans to now study the significance of the Holocaust. This, however, was not enough of a blow to free academic discourse for the enemies of truth. I still don't know what that sentence means, but the president of the AHA, William Lichtenberg, was asked why the resolution did not go as so far as to explicitly recognize the Holocaust as a fact of history. He answered that for a group of historians to say that there had been a Holocaust was tantamount to, quote, an organization of astronomers saying there is a moon. Now, this quote, this guy makes this enormous leap. He completely misunderstands this quote. Yeah. He 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 heard this quote and he thinks, oh, the moon, the moon can't be real. So, what you can infer about our revisionist here is that he doesn't believe in the Holocaust either. Yeah, he's just saying... Uh... Saying that there's a holocaust also means the moon's real, you know? Right. The quote, he's saying, yeah, of course there was a holocaust, of course there's a moon. Like, it's things that you don't have to say. The sky is blue. It's just, 
statements yeah. of fact. So this dude just he doesn't believe the Holocaust, doesn't believe the moon is real. And this is where we begin. And then he goes on. What, in other words, was he trying to hide? He's hiding nothing. He's using like a turn of phrase. It's irony. It's like this guy is taking things so literally. It was then that I embarked on my research, which has led me to this day when I can confidently make the following assertion. The moon does not exist. As I realize this revolution may appear shocking to the average reader, allow me to repeat it. The moon does not exist. This is no lie. Until recently, I too believed in the traditional establishment view of the moon. I, I can't, he's probably not being poetic there, but like the way he uses a view, yeah. I think it's kind of interesting. Anyway, but any thinking person untainted by the biases imposed on us by the controlled media will have no choice but to reach the conclusion I did once faced with the facts described in this account. So he's going to go on and he outlines for the reader here 12 arguments for why the moon isn't real. Um, he's gonna start off with a uh, pretty basic stuff here because the uh, first argument is uh you can see it you can see it it's there it's gotta be real I right I mean uh, his belief is basically that like seeing is not believing because uh <laughs> just like the Keebler elves yeah wasn't that their th wasn't that the slogan eating is believing yeah the Keebler uh, elves yeah that's the Keebler elves yeah. yeah um and and this is basically the whole no you're seeing a hologram argument. I mean, it's, it goes a little more in depth there. Um, basically, yeah, like, how do you, he says, uh, how do you know what you're really looking at? Could be a, um, a, a hologram. Um, and then he goes on to say it could be a large, crudely painted balloon held in place by helium. I, I just and love, propelled I, by tiny sails and rudders. I love that so much. If you just want to repeat that again for me, because it's, it's glorious. A large, crudely painted balloon held in place by helium and propelled by tiny sails and rudders which is why it moves across the sky so slowly. Who who would take the time to fill balloons and like this weird Da Vinci contraption? No, no, no. It's not multiple balloons. It is one, one singular crudely painted balloon crudely that has lasted painted. through the decades. Has someone been replacing this balloon? It's so crudely painted that it's got like incandescence and, you know, like, and, and nobody can see the tiny sails or rudders. Like... What is he talking about? And he, because helium totally just holds things in place, right? right? Yeah, a balloon never uh, loses, you know, it's... Air. Yeah, well, and what kind of balloon is this? Are we talking like a... Uh, are we talking about... Well, right, a hot he, air balloon, Are we perhaps? talking about one of those uh, foil balloons that doesn't pop? Because, I mean, maybe he has a point here. Mm. Or is it a rubber balloon? Because, mm. I mean, I think it would be, it would be easier to uh, crudely paint something that has foil because those are crinkly. But they don't ever pop. Until something interrupts Just, them. He calls it crudely painted. Cru like, it's crudely, but he said before he believed that it was convincing enough. Like, even he was fooled. But yet it's just this slapdash, weird uh, Mary Poppins, chitty chitty bang bang. Propelled uh, by tiny sails. Yeah. Where are these tiny sails? Is that where the dark side of the moon is? And we can track the moon. How, do, how does it, the coordinates of this weird airship how are those plotted out how can well, you control I mean, it they say they ingeniously con concocted the idea of cycles of the moon and as their resources increased we were able to create the illusion that the object in the sky actually went through such changes but my question is 
what is the point? I mean, right. arguably, Why? you could Why? say that about this entire thing. But what would the phase of the moon? Is it just a good goof? Is everybody just a really good joke? Or the lulls? Like, yeah. Like, what, what? Um, yeah, to make their hoax more plausible to early superstitious societies. Uh, I, are you talking about the Salem witch trials here? People talking about, I would love to see someone, some some like witch hunter person being like, you know what? Witches created the moon. Mm. I would love to find some sources. We didn't, unfortunately, but I'd love to see that. Yeah, they tried to say they could, they arranged for these cycles to coincide with the months of the year. Or, or the months were created in response to witnessing the cycles of the moon. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. That doesn't benefit their hoax. Why would that be true? I don't know. The moon's not real. Which, it's a chicken and the egg thing. Which came first, the moon or the months? Gotta ask the Mayans. Why did the Mayan calendar? Or what, what's his face? Gregor. Gregorian calendar? Ah, yes. Yeah. Like, the just begin, no... beginning this way. Like, he just, he brings you in. And you just, you could just immediately tell. I mean, just but just the fact that this whole thing, there's no science here at all. But, like, here. He had something. He, he went into gravity. I did not get into it because. Just wasn't worth. It really wasn't. No. Basically not. But we'll actually gravity. get into it. There is. We'll touch on that later on. Um, his next point, basically, is that. Uh, but don't all qualified scientists, astronomers agree that there is a moon. His point here is such a non-point. It's basically. All, qualifi all qualified scientists say that the moon is real because if a scientist were to come out and say that the moon is fake, they couldn't be a qualified scientist. Is that That's like his a, whole point. Is that like a Galileo saying the uh, the Earth wasn't what everything revolved around and they burned yeah. them? <laughs> we're going to burn you if you say the moon's fake. That's basically his whole thing. Yeah, that's, that's the whole point of number two. Um, number three gets into something you just mentioned. But who could or would perpetrate such a hoax? <laughs> and oh, he just he just goes on. First of all, the various secret societies and religious orders to which the scientists are responsible for propagating the moon hoax have belonged from the beginning. So he must be like one of the few people that believes that science and religion are best buddies. What? Yeah, I don't. What? I don't. The scientists report... To the Pope now? What? Like, what is his Templars? Like, what? I don't... <sighs> One can easily trace the history of this deception through the Templars, the Rosicrucians, who I tried to do. I didn't get into But the Illuminati and the Masons. So, all the big players, really. There are no connection between any of these. And none of no. them are secret societies or religious order. Okay, some of them... The might Templars be. were religious. Yeah. Yeah. But the Freemasons Illuminati kind of, and the yeah. Freemasons are not... They kind of were the Masons. If you can but... list them, they're not a secret society. Right. Right. Like, they're not the, the resistance during <laughs> World War II. Like, no. And so, he believes Copernicus and Newton were in on this. Oh, I have a correction to make. See, I said I say Galileo was the one burned. It was Copernicus oh. who was burned. For... Galileo was in prison, though, wasn't he? Yeah. They, yeah. they, they didn't like scientists. Nah. Which is why this would be a faulty again. Yeah. And then he ends here with, to this day, universities and government agencies such as NASA are full of scientists, quotes, and quotes, oh, scientists quote. of this kind. He's got a bone to pick with NASA. He does not like NASA at Stop all. Stop funding them. Holy God. Stop funding their fraud. Oh, 
he goes on, many other government institutions many other governments and institutions have been co-opted over the years to the point where today belief in the moon is so nearly universal that it holds incredible sway over public opinion in our country. What? So if you say the moon's real, you're making some kind of political stance. Grass is sometimes green. Maybe it's brown. Like what? And so... <laughs> you can't even... You're just No, so... it's just... Um, Number four. I don't know. I don't even want to skip. I just like... You know what you, you, know you want to... I'm, I'm, no, I, I don't want to skip. I just want to say like, this still indirectly says like, who? Because like, how long has this been going on? NASA is less than 100 years old. Yeah. Like who? Like, it's just all governments. All religions have I been guess perpetrating. I saying that the Illuminati and the Masons, they've all been in on this okay. hoax together. Okay. Let's just Let's just, for the sake of argument, agree with him right now. The moon's fake. It's a hoax. All these governments, all these institutions, all these religions have been, you know, keeping this secret. How many people is that? That's millions of people. And he's the one that's discovered it. There's just this handful of people that have spoken out against the evil mafia of... Well, I mean, like what they're saying. If moon, you say that it's not real, you can't be a real scientist. Maybe this guy right, is because a you, begrudged... Fired NASA worker, you know? Maybe. Because he's actually... You might be onto something there. Perpetrating. Maybe he, maybe he always wanted to be an astronaut. He's leaking us. And you know what? He's mm. coping. He's coping, you know? Mm. I never got to the moon, and that's because it's not real. Yeah, there you Couldn't go. let me go. What's that quote? Like, you look up into the sky, and we want to see ourselves or something, and, like, we just see the vastness of space. Like, just the nihilistic nature of that just broke him. When he realized it was all for naught. I mean, I was a, uh, I was thinking of the quote like a uh, shoot for the star or uh, aim shoot for the moon and you'll land among the stars. Yeah. And there's that quote where it's like actually you'll die or something because it's like you know, I don't know. He doesn't. Like he doesn't get into this. But what does he think of the sun and the other like stars? What about the other celestial bodies? Because I mean, technically, isn't the moon kind can't of? We, yeah, like can't we sometimes see Mars from Earth? You know, without a telescope, mm -hmm. like, you know, like the weird shifting. It's just the moon. Okay. It's kind of a spoiler here. It doesn't mention eclipses at all. No. What's going on there? Sun interacting with the moon. Or the ocean Because, waves. of course, if you went to grade school, you know that the moon is illuminated because it's light from the sun reflecting Otherwise, off the surface. Otherwise, it would basically be a rock. Yeah. So. No mention of maybe a yeah. hoax, Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, now number four. Now we get into the big one. The big one that is honestly a conspiracy within itself. Because there are people who will say that the moon is real, or they won't try to... Or, okay, let well, me say. They won't try to deny the moon right. exists. They won't say it's not real, but they'll say that the moon landing is fake. And I believe that there are people who will say this who are slightly less... Crazy. ...out there than people, than this guy. Basically. Than our mad revisionist here. Yes, um... So yeah, what about the moon landing that took place in 1969 and all the subsequent quote-unquote moon landings, which which prompts me to ask, what other moon landings? We went back. But how many other times is this plurally? Like, how many times have we really gone back to the moon? Is he counting, is he counting I, satellites? I, no, I'm no expert. I believe two other times, man, like, man missions to the moon and they actually went on. Those weren't as uh, publicized, which makes you believe, like, why would well, they... Well, I mean, because... It wasn't as big of a deal. 
because it wasn't the first time, you know? Exactly. So that's why, like... It's not a big of a deal, because the moon's been there. That's because, like, we've Buzz there. Aldrin gets all the credit. Like, there's always yeah. a... You know? And he was just the yeah. first one. Um, but, yeah, we went back. Oh, um, anyway. It's been a while since we went back. But we did go back. Uh, yeah, he, he goes into this by saying, yeah, like, wait, satellites took pictures and telescopes can supposedly see it, as he would say. In- um, interestingly, he says that the photos of the moon landing are of poor quality. Meanwhile, a lot of conspiracy theorists about the moon landing think that the photos were too good to have taken place on the moon. Yeah. So, so he that. thinks that they weren't good enough. This guy is a bit of a photog, if you will. Uh, he he has some issues with photography, but he he, he does the basic thing like. How do we really know that the pictures and films on the moon were taken on the moon? Could have been on a soundstage, blah, blah, blah. Um, um, no, because I, you gotta, gotta throw in this gem of a quote, because everyone knows that Hollywood is the mouthpiece of the controlled government. Of course. Soon we're talking about the USA here, because he, he doesn't clarify that. He says that all no, the just, governments just, are just involved government. in this, but the USA is the mouthpiece for everything. All the governments, all the institutions, all the religions, all, all the cults, everyone. Okay, and then this might be the best quote in this entire piece here. All of these spectacles were orchestrated by an organization called NASA, the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. A more criminal outfit has not been seen since the disbanding of the KGB. He's comparing NASA to the KGB. He's comparing NASA to espionage and war crime and God knows what else. I mean... Russian, you know, hitmen. To be fair, he says, keep in mind that 1969 was the height of the Cold War. Who were we at the Cold War with, you know? We were in the Cold War with Russia. (laughs) Really, I think the only difference between them comes between the fact, like, what is the motivation? What is NASA's motivation? What was the KGB's motivation? You know, like... There yeah. are some similarities here. Mm. Astronauts. KGB had them. a heavy hand in the space race. You know, that's what he's suggesting here, I think. It was it was due to this fact that the United States government was co-opted into the hoax by the New World Order. But see, what I'm not understanding here is, uh, why would... So, th- so this is like a two-part hoax here. He's, uh, not only does the moon not exist, but we're just going to pretend to land on it. Like, right. I just like, it's like, let's just keep, let's just keep playing along with this because the moon, this, this fake hoax, why wouldn't Russia expose this though? Because if all the governments are in on this, wouldn't the Russian government know that the moon is fake and wouldn't they be like, Hey, all the governments are in on it, but they're also against each other as well. He's, he, so why wouldn't Russia be like, Hey, they didn't land on the moon because there is no moon. Right. You you think there's right. something. You silly Americans believing in this moon. We will show you how we the moon is not real. And that's why we didn't make it there, because you are liars. Yeah. Our rockets were A-bomb device, you know? like Yeah. But, like, it's... Some people believe that the moon landing was fake because the Americans wanted to win the space race. So we staged this whole thing. And so we said, how oh, we beat, the, beat you there, even though it wasn't possible for rockets to be made to reach and survivability and blah 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 and that's like the more reasonable idea of it right yeah so uh i guess we're gonna get into some ideas as to why 
details about why people think. Because yeah, the moon landing on its own could have been its own episode, series of episodes. You can devote your life to moon landing conspiracy theories. Um, but luckily enough, while I was doing the research on this and I was taking a break, I went on Netflix, you know, as most people do nowadays. Um, and Netflix, funnily enough, recommended a great little uh, gem of a documentary for me called Conspiracy Theory. Did we land on the moon? Question mark. And so, I, of course, I had to watch it. So this covers a lot of the basic stuff. But I've I kind of highlighted some of the sillier points here. <laughs> An argument brought up in the documentary and again, loosely calling it a documentary. I think it was actually a made-for-TV thing. You should you should watch it, because I think it's still on Netflix as of uh, this recording. Then July of 2016. Yeah, I watched it a couple months ago, but I think it should be still up there. Um, when footage of the moon landing is sped up two times, the, ast the astronauts look as though they are moving on Earth. Right, okay. But you had to speed it up. So... That means that they're moving two times slower on the moon, which is proven by gravity and. Yeah, I don't, like... I don't, I don't know what the exact calculations of movement in low gravity, you know, but like, you just that's not a that's not a point against the moon landing, just because you sped up the footage. Yeah. The I, I guess the point that they're trying to say is that the footage that was released was slowed down, but there's no way to prove that. Yeah, I just don't. I guess they're. I guess it feeds all into this big... I miss maybe you can't believe that the moon landing was faked if you don't believe in the moon, because that's just, that's just denying all the science. Like, every, as in explaining how your mass is different on the moon and how gravity changes. Yeah. That, that's just denying all the, that. The revisionist has a... I'm, I'm going to look forward to that point when we get to that about his... Like, what he thinks gravity can and can't do. It's... So, another common one... This is like probably the most common theory. Um, there's no wind on the moon, but yet in the footage, the American flag is waving. Hmm. Suspicious. Isn't that isn't that because he moved the flag? One, he's moving the flag because he's touching it. And that's how inertia and. Yeah. Two, the way the flag. The one, the way they brought it, so like it would always be, un like it would always be furled outwards. Yeah. It has um, a rod going up the side, like it, you would see on a normal flag that you would wave at a parade or whatever. Yeah. It's also got a perpendicular rod through the top of the flag, so it's always it's always folded out, like the. Yeah. So that so whenever you shake the rod, it's gonna the inertia the inertia of shaking it is gonna yeah. move the rod on top. So That's why it's moving. Science. Yeah. Um. But according to this documentary and the conspiracy theorists that they interviewed and, you know, guys like this, photos of the moon landing are, quote, perfect. <laughs> or revisionist doesn't think so. He thinks that they're shoddy. But um, a big deal with people was that, like, the framing of the shots was, like, and, like, these professional photographers, like, yeah, they, I don't know how they did it with these cameras mounted on their chests and the cameras mounted on, you know, the, the lander and everything. Like, the framing is just perfect. Well... They, they cropped the photos afterwards to get the framing. Yeah, I don't, I don't well, understand what the point there is supposed to be. Like, a, they wouldn't just release like the. Yeah, they released the best photos. They wouldn't. They didn't release just. 
like the whole batch. People really think they like took like five, ten. Right. Like, I, yeah, I don't. They they released the best ones. Yeah, they think the person who was handling the camera was like completely incompetent. Like, right. You know what you wanted pictures of? Like, this is this is a national yeah. thing. You're on the moon. You're not just gonna. Oh, sorry, this one's blurry, but it's on the moon. Yeah. That's when you start to think like, did you really go to the moon? Like they wanted to do a good like, you were on the moon. Yeah. Then this weird, <laughs> this weird one. The documentary goes in to this point about how a bunch of astronauts that really had nothing to do with the moon landings, but some of them died in like mysterious circumstances, like weird car accidents and things like that. Um, there's, there's a, if you go on like Wikipedia, there's like a ton, there's a whole list. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> these guys think that, oh, they just knew too much. They had to be taken out. NASA had to get rid of them. They knew about the fake moon landing and. They, they had to be rubbed out. There's no way that they could allow that to happen. Oh, I just don't even know what to say to that. Like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Apps. Like, I don't... NASA's the mob, you know? I mean, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, so, this one is also hilarious. The desert of Nevada re resembles the moon. Because Hollywood sound stages are in Nevada. But you know what is in Nevada? Area 51. Area 51. So... Area 51, it doesn't have crashed UFOs or alien technology or, you know, genetic experiments. It's got the soundstage they used to film the moon landing. That's why it's so heavily guarded. Because Not that it's a military installation, you know. <laughs> but my question is, you know, like, why wouldn't that get destroyed? Say that exists. Why would they keep that yeah, why would Yeah, why would they keep it? To... Yeah, it's almost like a fake, museum. Yeah. Further fake uh, moon landings because because with the product the, the increased uh, gosh the advancement of technology and everything you wouldn't build a better soundstage to match up with the right. improvement of cameras. Like we just got a good picture of Pluto. Oh, I would love to see the people denying Pluto. Mm. That, that we can get into that. Yeah, I mean, that Pluto's so far out there. How can you tell what's going on? It's just some pixels. That's all you needed. Or sheep for believing that those pixels are Pluto all along. That someone made that in MS Paint. <laughs> Gosh. Um. The next one was also great. The lunar lander and other related equipment are still on the moon's surface. But why can't we see them? We can. You just need a telescope. If you have a telescope powerful enough, and you can get consumer-grade telescopes that are powerful enough, you can see them. You just can't see them with the naked eye because I, I forget what the exact measurement, but the moon is not close to us. Not at all. <laughs> it, so it's just a matter of scaling. Like you, if you like, if you that goes into the whole like, why can't you see people if you see like a an above picture of the Earth? Like yeah, <laughs> you can't see much besides some water and some land and buildings. You know, like roads. You can see. That depends on how far you zoom out on Google right. Earth. Like, if you go far away enough... Well, Google Earth is a computer simula simulation. Okay, fair enough. But, like... There are photographs... Like, the, those light photographs of, like, the cities, you yeah. know? like. But you don't see people. No. You don't see people. You know why? Because they look like ants. Yeah, because of... What is so this? So far away. What is this? A world for ants? Apparently. Not um, only can you see the lunar lander and everything that had to be left behind on the moon... If you have a powerful enough telescope, you can see the footprints left behind by the people that walked on the moon because no gravity, no wind, they're still there. 
Yeah. You can see them. Unless some uh, alien came by and brushed them away, because they're also in on the hoax. <laughs> oh, man. And then uh, it goes into the whole, uh, the astronauts who are in on this, the ones who get all the credit for... Uh, right. Walking on the moon. And the, the reasoning within this is, get this, NASA paid them off. Because because getting to be the person who walked on the moon, getting the the, uh, the reputation for that wasn't enough. Yeah. They also had to be paid a great amount to lie this much because lying this deeply is just taxing. You know? So they're paying them off and they're also controlling them by fear of possibly murdering them in overly complicated car accidents. <sighs> you know, like We're the We're going to murder your family if you uh, don't fake this. Yeah. Well... Again, it just goes back to why. Right. Because we need to beat Russia in the space race because because this isn't even these are not points from the documentary any longer. These are points from our revisionist here. Correct. So yes. um so this isn't even like a documentary. This is the guy who's saying the moon doesn't exist. So again, it really it's just like he he doesn't provide a motivation where he can tell you like well he he he, he goes he, into it a little bit, but not really. Basically we could skip ahead to this, yeah. Basically, his whole motivation for this entire thing is New World Order. The Illuminati. They're controlling us. You know what he'd say? Yeah, the moon and subsequently the moon landings are nothing more than propaganda to si siphon billions of dollars into the scam of quote-unquote space exploration. He's just concerned about the taxpayer. He just He just wants to make sure that that tax money is going to fruitful things. Not like foolish space exploration... He wants to make sure the money goes towards, quote-unquote, whatever nefarious purposes the government, the CIA, the Rosicrucians. Rosicrucians? Rosicrucians. That's how I'd say that. I don't know. I'm not I'm not as familiar with that. Yeah, and the Illuminati wish in their efforts to build a new world order. I just... If the Illuminati are in control, why do they need to build a new world order? That, yeah, like... You I'm, know? Like, if they've already got it, if, they got, would, if they've got us by the balls... Why do they need to... Yeah, I would just love to know, like, what he what he believes the Illuminati to be. Because he just mentions these things. Unfortunately, like, this is this seems to be the, his only site. So this is the hill he's dying on. This oh, is where he's planted again, his... Again, uh, this is why he could totally be a disgruntled NASA employee who's releasing a truth because, you know, he he's, <laughs> he's anonymous. But I would, just, I would just love to see what he'd like to find these as. And what that money... What he thinks that money should have gone to. So yeah, so he's he simultaneously believes NASA is like the KGB, and they're also just a front to to like money launder cash where, through. But like yeah, like where's this money going? Like I would love to see what he like, thinks it's going towards whatever the government or the CIA or the Illuminati needs. That's what. I see. That's <laughs> thing. I would just love to see what he believes this new world order is. I would love to like right. Like get deeper. It seems into like this. they've already got us. Why do they need a new world order? They've got us. Yeah. They're in control. But uh, going back to some previous points he made, because he he didn't order these very well. No. He just kind of, I guess he just kind of thought of them, or maybe he had a conversation with someone like this and was um, like, why? Some of the very exist? last points are people like argument, not arguments, but like discussions he had with people that wrote into his site, I guess, um, and were either trying to give him some more ideas or were refuting his claims, you know. Yeah. So, like, I think 9, 10, 11, 12, when we get to that, are uh, ideas um, 
Influ- like inspired by uh, fans, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, number six was uh, what about the moon rocks of the Ashman's Project? What about those moon rocks? Um, well, those are earth rocks. They're not moon rocks. Because, because of course, the mad revisionist has examined them. I just can tell you. And he's a geologist. He knows every type of rock, rock, mineral, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, uh, I'd love to get this quote in here, though. Uh, they are placed in modern-day churches known as science museums. Again, going with this hand-in-hand science and religion. Science and religion are best buds. Where best the gullible buds. public can gawk and worship them. Just... I would love to meet the person who worships, worships moon rocks. I just gotta pray to those moon rocks. Because, I mean, even, like, it's like Wiccans the, it's like the, the... and, uh... Like pagans who believe in like crystal energies aren't worshiping the rocks. They just think they have powers or whatever. It's like energies yeah. and stuff. I'm not gonna. It's like it's like the but, children like, of Adam from Fallout. That's like, exactly where I was going. I was worshiping like, the atom bomb. Like they, worshiping they, like, the moon rocks. Stroke it lovingly, like ah, oh, holy moon rocks. Yeah. Like, like I what? Just, I've never. I would. Lo- I would love to meet those people. Yeah. So basically, yeah. Rock, they're, they're they're just regular rocks. That's his. That's his whole argument there. They're they're earth rocks. It's concrete. Might as well be concrete. And then uh, his final, uh, no, not final. I'm sorry. Um, number seven basically is that as the moon mentioned in texts and literature throughout history, and um... so he brings up a line from Romeo and Juliet um, that mentions the in- the inconstant moon that month changes in her circled orb. He believes this to mean that since Juliet calls the moon inconstant. Juliet, and therefore Shakespeare, is questioning the entire existence of the moon and is not making an obvious reference to the cycles of the moon and the, its changing appearance in the sky. But then he says something about, like, well, you know, Shakespeare is probably a hoax, too. So, whatever. He's, okay. He's just... Okay. On, he, he does not he, believe in anything. He goes from he goes from Shakespeare, like, being on his side to be like, nah, Shakespeare, like... He's a figment. He was he was made up by some government, or he was multiple people. I, we should right. we should get into that one. We could. Yeah, That's a good a one. There's a lot of stuff we could. She yeah, might have been a uh, Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, I love that he yeah. just doesn't. He doesn't believe in anything. He denies the Holocaust. He denies yeah religion, science. He denies Shakespeare, <laughs> the moon, the moon landing. This guy's just nope. Maybe he just believes in tinfoil. Maybe that's it. You know. Maybe. So yeah, so he thinks that like even Shakespeare is just a fabrication of like this lunar conspiracy. Like the same people that are faking the moon also fake Shakespeare. Because they needed something to be like, hey, look, the moon has always been here. Right. But I would just, I, yeah, I would just love to know that this constant communication, like, hey, by the way, fake these texts yeah. now, so that people in the future will believe. Hey, make this beautiful art that uh, coincides with how we're gonna rule the world uh, five hundred years from now. Yeah, I... Sure. Hey, there's going to be these things called holograms later on. Um, make them look like this. So describe them. Describe this orb in the sky that'll look like these things 500 years from That's now. That's not very science fiction-y. Too bad science is a hoax. Maybe, maybe the aliens gave us holograms early on. They've, they time-traveled. They built the pyramids. Ooh, to line up with the moon. Whoa. Because that totally wasn't a whole chicken-egg thing, you know? Um, <laughs> he makes this other point 
that no piece of literature has ever stated that the moon is 2,160 miles in diameter or like the moon's specific distance from the earth. So literature can't be, literature has no evidence for the moon because I, it, because it doesn't give the specific mathematical data. I just, writers are not mathematicians. No one. Some of them are. You get somebody like a Thomas Pynchon who's very mathematical. Um, it's just not interesting. Like who? Like no one. Numbers. Numbers don't read well usually. Yeah, like no one's gonna be like, oh, two thousand one hundred and sixty miles. I can picture that exactly in my head. Right. Like. And I don't. I don't know when literature. Literature is became... literature is qualitative. It's not quantitative. Yeah, That's... like I'm like, he's basically saying that literature is a repeatable source. Right. When I would say that like. You better further his point to be like, oh, well, you can't trust literature. Literature is fiction. That would almost support his claim better, but he... He says, no, you can't trust literature because it doesn't have hard mathematical data. But if it did, you could trust it because fiction is... Fiction is a whole otherworldly concept. Um, We talked about the motivations. That kind of goes nowhere. Um, This is the first one of the points that was emailed into him, I guess. Um... But the moon was worshipped by the ancients long before there was technology to create such a hoax? Question mark. It's a weirdly phrased question. It's not really a question. Um, so he says that there's no mention of the moon in English until the year 1066. Coincidentally, the year 1066 is seen as the very end of what they call Old English. Which was indecipherable. Yeah, you, like today you can't read it. It's not really English. It's 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 really its own language. Yeah. Um, you could see the threads where it became English, but after, there was Middle English after Old English. You know, maybe ancient cultures didn't speak English. Considering that English is a mishmash of like every other language right. out there. Maybe maybe the Egyptians, you know, like people that the Mayans, like maybe they didn't speak English. So they wouldn't have the English word for moon, maybe. This guy's way too like America centric. I don't know. Think of that. Yeah, like I don't. That's that was the whole point there. Yeah, this whole point was English. It doesn't make sense. And he mentions that people asked him about the Bible, which I mean, considering this guy calls religion a hoax and science. Yeah, like this would not be the best guy to mention it. He just uh, there's really nothing here. He. The quote he brings up was like the moon stayed still until people stopped praying and then their enemies were smited or smote or whatever. So he's like, well, how could how could prayer keep the moon in place before it could continue on its cycles? That's his whole point about the Bible. The guy doesn't understand religion. Just just wrote off the whole Bible Um, because of that. Okay, eleven. This one is hilarious. The tides of the oceans are created by the gravitational pull of the moon. Again, something you'll learn in elementary school. Um, <laughs> he makes no sense here. He's basically like, no, nah, that doesn't make sense. How can how can the moon move all the water on Earth? It's too far away. Because the moon has like arms and it's just like pushing it. That's 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 working. <laughs> so like he's even saying like if the moon was real, it's too far away to do anything. Like this is this is nonsense. This is a fairy tale. Um, so then he wants, he urges his, uh, viewers, and you two at home can do this. You've got a rubber ball. Suspend it above a bathtub that's filled with water. That ball 
will not affect the water in the tub. Just like the moon does not affect the oceans. What? I, I think I what? can get what he's saying. Because he's, he's, he's like, because you got to remember, he's equating the moon to a balloon in the sky. Right. And he, he also doesn't believe in gravity. That's, what, that's basically what this comes down he to. Doesn't, he doesn't offer, like, how waves, you know, how tide works. He just says, no, nah, it's not the moon. It's not the moon. It's not the See, moon. that's all you know. Yeah, um, it's just wind, magical wind. And then, uh, basically, uh, since uh, his last, the last question he received was basically, uh, well, uh, you can refute all this evidence for the moon. Where's your proof? Like, where's your own proof that the moon doesn't exist? You're just, like, refuting proof. And he basically goes with the Socratic, it... Socrates, <sighs> my, my favorite philosopher, guys. Socrates was an asshole. I'll say it. And I don't care. He basically goes, uh, well, what evidence is there that the moon exists? If, if, if uh, you're asking me to prove that it doesn't exist, but you can't prove that it does exist, and therefore it doesn't. This is his clincher. That's... This is This is how he's going to conclude his piece. What? Well, no, he goes into he's well. No, page. this is this is like this is his argument. Then you got to dig a little deeper into his site because he gives um some photographic evidence. <sighs> now this is interesting. Um, and again, you can go on his site and see the photos that he's working with here. Yeah, we'll provide these links uh, on our website. yeah. We can we can do that. Um, so he says no photographs of the moon were ever taken until the 1850s okay sure again not cited none of this has been cited he has no sources here um according to my wikipedia research what was ostensibly the first camera the daguerreotype was developed in uh, 1839 so yeah okay it would make sense that there weren't really pictures of the moon until 1850 i'll buy it um, you know, cameras had to be produced and, you know, they had to refine the process and people had to actually use them. So he provides a photograph apparently taken in 1852 by John Adams Whipple, which is a great name. He thinks that <laughs> this photo is garbage. This is a poor quality photo. That this picture of the moon, it could be anything. It could be anything. It could be a particularly smooth Unusually stone? round. Sorry, unusually round stone. <laughs> or, if you want to... To someone's bald head. I don't know if you've ever seen a bald head. It is not perfectly round. The moon's just a chrome dome, people. We've all been fooled. The moon is has been somebody's bald-ass head. But you know what? Because it could be someone's head, we still require the help of self-appointed quote-unquote experts to tell us just exactly what we're looking at because if we couldn't look at that and see the moon we'd be like oh you know what, what is that? That, that, that that's something called the moon you ever heard of it no i don't believe that's real which i mean honestly just he thinks it's a bald head a bald head can you imagine like i've seen some shiny bald heads in my time can you imagine the shininess and the reflective quality a bald head would need to bounce the rays of the sun off of it and illuminate the moon or illuminate the earth in the nighttime. Can he's you can you picture that bald head? He's not suggesting that the, the moon is a bald head. He's suggesting this picture is a bald head. Which, if you just go into that, because this is before the time of Photoshop, you had to like, you must have had to like smudge some dirt on this guy's head 
to create these fake craters. What kind of scaly looking bald head? What kind of reptile creature man? This is before the time of like special effects makeup too, you know? Or, and that's not true. Maybe. I don't know when special effects makeup. I'm not, I'm not an expert Well, I mean, this there. would be before... Um, like film and stuff. It would be before film. Yeah, so this is just when... This is the beginning of photography. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't... I considering... Like are incredible. Yeah, considering... So, like, this is one of the first photos of anything ever, really. Yeah. Um. um it looks like the moon to me. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I'm, yeah, like, just how, how would somebody be able to fake the consistency of all that, you know? Like... I just don't, and then, I mean, I'm, yeah, even, oh, it, it's such poor quality, like, uh, have you seen some people, like, even just, like, a cell phone picture, it's difficult to capture the moon. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I just don't, does he know what a just, cell phone is? Just... It strikes me as one of those guys who doesn't believe in social media, so he's probably hasn't seen anyone's well, million pictures of supermoons and stuff. We gotta bear in mind, we don't know when this site was put up, because it looks like it was you know, created in 1995 with the way it's structured. We, we, we did fail to mention that. Um, it's just basic HTML that you would do. Like, baby's first website. That's what it looks people like. People sometimes still post websites like that, though. So we read... Sure. There's I'm no... sure we could go into the metadata and find out or do some uh, data caching or something. Yeah, like caching, we I could, yeah. Um, but anyway, like, just think about like 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 cell phones start to take pictures. I um I personally am a photographer. I'm currently pursuing a degree in it, um, and the camera that I currently have and the lenses that I'm able to afford cannot get great pictures of the moon. It is very very difficult to get a good picture of the yeah, moon. Yeah, if you think about the moon, it's just this super bright object against a sea of black, which is incredible. just the contrast alone and the glow and like you get a factor in the glow off of clouds and like everything like. It's very so. difficult to... So I can't believe what he's saying is this is so poor quality. I can't... <laughs> he's, like, almost insulting them. Like, oh, you want us to believe this? This poor quality? But he did the same thing with the lunar photos, too. Yeah, and if you, like, I just... Like, if you haven't seen them lately or, like, you're not familiar, like, go look at them. Like, the qualities that NASA released at the time, they're stunning. Like, the, the resolution alone... That's it's crazy. The, that's where the people who say they're too good right. come in. Makes more sense than people, saying, yeah, people, ah. yeah, people believe they're too good. Like, it's just incredible stuff. The second one, his whole point here is... All the governments are in on it, so we can kind of skip that. Um, yeah, it's 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 about the... the, the he says it's called the far side of the moon, which is just... I don't understand why he's acknowledging the far side of the moon if there is no moon. Right. Like, I don't... Yeah whatever um, the next one though <laughs> so he he's doing a sort of side-by-side -side comparison here um, one photo is off of the nasa website i don't know when that was probably 1995 um and then he's got a computer generated image of some spherical object in space <laughs> he thinks that they look strikingly similar and i've got really bad news for him uh they don't at all for one thing, one of them's blue. <laughs> one of them looks more like the Earth than one that clearly looks like the moon. The NASA photo looks like the moon. His looks like whatever the planet from Avatar was. I didn't see that movie, but... But I also just want to know, computer-generated image below, like... Computer-generated how, like, did someone 
yeah, just this to look like the moon like there is right. no he, he doesn't given. yeah he There's doesn't no source did you generate this did you just make this to look like the moon and you're saying oh look they're similar like i don't he doesn't even say it's not a computer generated image of the image of the moon he just says it's a computer generated image and it's some yeah. half spherical object in the sky it looks like it has a lot of, yeah i don't no idea what he's he would have he, he would have been better off uh, leaving that in his desktop folder and not putting that on the internet um, and then the last photo he goes into <laughs> is a painting titled Women Under the Influence of the Moon. Uh, he does not give credit for the artist. He says it's a 17th century French drawing. I'm sure if we were to Google that, we'd find something, maybe. We, we could actually quickly do that. You can do it or me. You can go ahead and do that. While yeah, I'll I'm, do it and not even see if we can find a source. Um, if he found the photograph, it should not be hard to find. No, um, you just Google it. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The first thing that pops up is a link called Moon Myths, the truth about lunar effects on you. Um, wow. See, Good stuff. A whole other wormhole, but... um. So this, this photo must have been uh, widely circulated in these uh, circles of nut job. Um, Moonotheism. Yeah, okay. All right. Nice. I, I was looking for that's a source. A, I fell down another rabbit hole. That's we're a good gonna, That's a gonna, good portmanteau if I've ever seen one. We're going we're gonna to leave that alone. Ooh. Um he goes on to say the establishment once told us the phase of the moon could affect the minds of human beings especially of women um he does say that this is a myth which um right so he's i can't... he's basically just denying the blatant misogyny of society here right but not saying that that's what he's doing he's saying it's fake because the moon's not real not because this is all women's lunacy which is which is this is where the word yes yeah, where the word from. comes from yeah um, um also if you just want to branch off like the other like hysteria was a very misogynistic women went insane just because they had uteruses was yeah where women, hysteria came from women's emotions are insanity clearly <laughs> right not uh, anything to do so we're not going to get into that we don't need to you don't need my rants um but, it's just nonsense stuff but like yeah. but modern science has debunked you know he he believes that modern science debunking uh, the moon, making people crazy, turning them into werewolves or whatever, you know, lunacy. Mm -hmm. He thinks that science debunking that is them like backpedaling, like they're they're up against a wall, like oh, of course that's not true. Um, you know, the moon is real, but like the moon doesn't make you go crazy. Like that's his argument here. What? That might actually be the thing that makes the most sense to me that he's had to say. Because, I think like, it's the least. I, no, I, I think I see where he's getting at here. I think he's like, I think this is where he's saying that like the threads of this whole big operation unraveling. Don't he get thinks, me wrong. He thinks he's pulled the curtain here. Meanwhile, he's just like, I this think... is just what science has discovered. Mental health has had advances. That, no, that, yeah, he's like, I see what he's trying to say. I'm not agreeing with him and I think it's still a reach, but he's basically saying that like, you know, yeah, like. Like it took me a while to even like formulate my notes into like. So I could explain what his thing is. So I think it's like his weakest point. I'm not saying it's a strong point. I think it's I like, just get what he's saying. I think it makes the least there. sense, but maybe that's um, just me. Um, so yeah, like, like knowledge of moon myths apparently increases, or like weakens claims that the moon is real, just by existing. So the myths exist, so the moon can't exist. Sure, fine, whatever. Um, so that's. Kind of. That's um. That's a summary of all that uh, 
our uh, matter visionist really has to say. And, oh. But we have some other sources because there is plenty out there you can find those. We just basically compiled... this is this really is just the surface of the... fake moon truthers. This is like the, some of the best sites that we found. Um, we have another one here, ufoholic.com, which gotta give props to that title that's a great title they also have a great header um we but do. then again this is from a i have a feeling we'll be seeing these guys again because this was this one was published on november 18th 2015 less than a year ago just a few that's like what six months six that's half months. that's half a year ago yeah, this is current a, current stuff this is an article uh by this website titled uh, do you believe the moon is real because analysis shows it might be a hologram. It might be a hologram. This is such a clickbaity title, I can't even... I had I had to do it. I saw I it on Google, I had to do it. You had to click. And I was... Search I, engine I, optimization, you know? I was not disappointed. I was not. So, this is basically an article that's relaying information from a YouTube video. And you could watch the YouTube video, it is still up. Um, and I checked before we recorded, it is still up, it's on YouTube. Uh... Updated moon hologram. The moon is not what you think, and it's about thirty seconds long. Um, so if you want to go into this a little bit, um, he's are, are this, is there a title or is there? Oh yeah, the the writer of this is the explorer, which is a little dark and mysterious. I think. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm liking his uh alias there. Yeah, I think his is probably more alluring than the mad revisionist because the revisionist almost uh it's pretty self-explanatory he's a the revisionist expo explorer right what are we exploring here are we exploring knowledge or is this this he's exploring the truth because the truth is out there it's out there you gotta find it you gotta Where you gotta is there? you gotta hunt for the truth um, so that's what the stop that's what the explorer website. does if you want to get into this a little bit a new theory has emerged after more people analyzing the moon using high-definition telescopic cameras saw that the image they were receiving through the scope was perturbed by what they call a lunar wave. Now, the creator of the YouTube video, the guy that posted the supposed YouTube video that shows this lunar wave, uh, goes by the name of Mr. Crow, because of course he does. Uh, according to the Explorer, Mr. Crow did a great job in capturing this moment along with 11 other people. Um, I couldn't find the eleven other people. Eleven other people. They weren't yeah, cited. Anonymous. He links through to Mr. Crow, but he does not. Uh, eleven other people weren't as good. Apparently. I guess not. Uh, he claims that the lunar wave is an anomaly usually encountered while projecting an image, thus speculating about the possibility of the moon being an actual hologram. The wording there is funny, but whatever. Yeah, I'm um, I'm kind of a little confused about what he's saying there, but you know, uh, this whole article is kind of confusing. He's saying that the lunar wave. Basically saying the lunar wave is a result of projecting an image. So, like, the lunar wave is just a side effect of a hologram being in the sky. I think it's, I guess, um, I guess the issue here is that, uh, the word lunar is used. Right. The word, the word lunar is being used to describe a common hologram effect, and it happens to be talking about the moon, so it's mm. a bit, Okay, uh, yeah. Well, if you, because we could, if, it's like a 30-second video if you want to quickly just watch it while I'm going on, um, because... You see something in the video. In fact, I might actually... Oh, it's longer than I thought. And eh, never mind, I've seen it. Um, but you can go ahead and if you want to keep that on the background. At first, the malformation of the camera was considered, but... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is an updated moon hologram. Yes. This is updated. Yes. So this is a... 
This was examined further. Yes. And this is a it's a recent uh, revisit uh, a, re- a revision, if you will, if you will allow. Gosh, I uh, I'm sorry. Just that intro. I I I have admittedly taken I've taken one animation class, and I just was blown away at the uh, the. Oh, I'm sorry. He's also misattributing the, uh, the guy. He's not named Mr. Crow. With the, uh, this guy is a uh, C R R O W. Oh, zero. Crow. 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 I don't. I don't. I don't know. But this was an amazing. I. I'm sorry. I just had no, to. No. Yeah. Take I don't know. There's. A, there's a hawk flying. Oh. Well, he's. He's got good branding. He's got better branding than we do. I you gotta give him so. that. Oh man. So, at first, the malfunction of the camera was considered, but after analyzing the bizarre phenomenon for a couple of weeks, weeks, he concluded that the line interfering with the moon's surface is not due to, quote, pixelation or shredding of the signal, but it's an actual, quote, organic line. They don't really go into explain what they mean by organic line, but if you watch the YouTube video, you can see what they're referring to. Yeah, um... um... What I'm seeing is a scan line on a screen, correct? Yeah. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's, not... a, it's a scan line. It's it's something that happens like to displays or whenever you film a display. Okay, so now I understand what a lunar wave is. It's it's just funny that it's called a lunar wave. Yeah. Talking about the moon. If, if you if you think back to like a TV show from the '90s or the early 2000s, or whatever they were trying to capture CRT TVs or like a computer screen, and you'd see that flickering. Yeah, um, that's a scan line. That's it's like tracking on a VCR. It's can, like you can still see it if you uh, poorly plug in an electronic, like a PlayStation yeah. or something, and it's not properly. Yeah, I. It's that's that's the best way I can describe it. It's um, it's a scan line on a screen. It's just basically a guy. Um, Using a visual effect on a bunch of pictures of the moon, yeah. Because that, or else? or or his camera display is misbehaving. They say that it's not, but <laughs> malfunction of the camera is considered. Okay, so they just threw that away. Mister Explorer continues: If the projection comes from space or from planet Earth, we are yet to find out. But current analysis only point, point towards the obvious anomaly known as the lunar wave. And a few more evidence revealed by some Russian scientists. Those Russians, back at it again. He's trying to say that the, uh, the line doesn't warp the rest of the screen. But you have but to keep in does. mind, the rest of the screen... The rest of the screen is black. So you wouldn't be able to see anything anyway. Yeah. It's like, oh, look, it perfectly ripples at the moon. The moon is the only object on the screen in black. Which is, yeah. Yeah. I, so, I don't... So, so hold on. So, Mr. Explorer, though, I think he's, even though his syntax is a little off, I think he's, by and large, a, a better journalist, let's say, than uh, the revisionist. Because um, he goes on, known as a reliable source when it comes to UFO disclosure. Okay. Sure. Fine. Revealing never-before-seen footage of chemplanes and orb UFOs. All right, sure, fine, whatever. Mr. Crow tries to solve the lunar mystery. Mr. Crow, he said the following. Quote, I have been at this for a long time, (laughs) and I have been relentless in my search and in filming and observing the moon and everything that happens, and it is true. From the people I have talked to, 
and there are other people talking about the moon being a hologram, and quite a few people are aware of this. Okay. Got any names? Got any other sources? Well, I mean, uh, after this... Uh, talk to some dudes? After the groundbreaking footage was released, Mr. Crow tells us how he's been contacted by three individuals occupying positions, allowing them to have access to extended knowledge about things that are normally forbidden to the rest of the population. Sure. What things? Okay. All right, let's just, you know, let's follow this a little bit. Let's say that they're legit, that they know what they're talking about, and that obviously their names cannot be revealed, otherwise NASA or the Illuminati would chop their heads off. You know, don't even give us their titles or their positions. Anything that they just occupy positions. These are like the uh, IRS calls you get, you know, like, uh, right. I'm with the IRS. It's like, yeah, like, what's your title, sir? Uh, boss man. Yeah, like, uh, my name's Mr. IRS. Yeah, like, it's, oh my gosh. He also received critics and defamation. Uh, inter- inter- defaming interpretations of his work. I hate to correct you, though, but you skipped a great point here. Oh. He was told that he was on the right track. So these secret sources told Mr. Crow that he was onto something, that he should keep digging, I guess. The, uh, this is like, oh my gosh. Do you remember that one show we went to where uh, this, the guy was trying to flirt with the girl from the band, and the people around him were just like, oh man, buddy. Good, yeah, good luck. Nice try there. Oh, yeah. Completely mocking him. Like, oh, yeah, you're on the right track there. Yeah. Just, yeah, that was... That, that's exactly what that reminded me of. It's like, oh, yeah, keep going. Just, just... I hate the word trolling, but, like, that's... Well, as you mentioned, he received some credits, and he was defamed a little bit. You know, maybe some slander or libel going on. Um, but uh, he, uh, he has a theory that backs up his thing. He's not just saying it's a hologram. He has a blown-out theory about this it's it's upsetting that mr crow is perhaps the most reasonable of uh, the characters we've encountered so far he's that rational and well-educated according to uh our explorer right again you know doesn't talk about his qualifications but he's well-educated so he's got that going for him he, that's actually a uh, grammar that's not how you would say well-educated but you know no uh, mr crow tries to explain his theory my guess is that when the moon is in its quarter phases, or slivers, or other things, you're actually looking at the moon. I think that when it starts to get full or well lit on the face, the face, it's interesting that he used the word the face. Mm-hmm. Is there a man in that moon? Are there, are there many men in that moon? Is Let, it made of cheese? Let's continue on. When it starts to get full or well lit on the face, they cover it with a hologram so we can't see what they are doing under there. <laughs> what are they doing under there? Underneath the hologram. Because what are they up to? I don't think people understand how holograms work. What are they up to up there? I'm, I'm kind of imagining uh, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman uh, cooking meth under the guise of, uh, you know, the laundromat or yeah. uh, the pest control. They would bomb the house, smoke bomb the houses. Yeah, I um, I just... That's how I'm picturing them. Just nobody knows what's going on underneath that. <laughs> I, it's not what you think it is. It's not what you think it is. I could tell you that it's not just a rock in space. There's a lot going on up there. So, What's going on up there? I'm curious, Mr. Crow. What is going on up there? What are they hiding? What are they hiding? Okay, and then Mr. Explorer. He, he loses me a little bit here. 
He says, after the space analyst, I guess referring to Mr. Crow, mm-hmm. made his recording of the Lunar Wave Public, i.e. posted it on YouTube, he was confronted with a research paper written by Russian scientists who point in the same direction. Okay, one thing, if he was confronted and they agree with him, I don't think he's being confronted. Anyway. Yeah. Does not link at all to the paper written by these Russian scientists. Or say which direction. Is it that they're doing something on the moon or that it's a hologram? Like, which of these directions? Because there's Just a few directions we're heading in. The direction of the moon. The direction of the moon. You could tell. It's like the North Star. And then, yeah, and then it goes, uh, could this prove to be real? <laughs> Is the moon, in fact, a colossal artificial space station with the rest of the solar system being a forgery as well? Quite a leap. Nowhere. Quite a leap. Nowhere does... The explorer makes quite a leap. He, Mr. Crow says nothing of an artificial space station. He just says they're doing something up Something's there. Something's going on under that hologram. They could be drilling for oil. He doesn't. He gives no indication Some as to what space they're doing. Oil. But in the, the whole, rest, the rest of the solar system is a forgery as well. We could even extrapolate that because we've seen satellite imagery from beyond our solar system, past the asteroid belt, all that crap, past Pluto. So the whole universe is a forgery. It's a forgery. You're all fake. What's going on out there? We can't reach Pluto, but there's men out there past past Pluto. But there are men doing up in the moon. Doing something up there. <laughs> if it's a hologram, why is it only a hologram when it's full? So when we see a crescent moon. Um, I know. I think I get that's what he's saying. When it, it gets full or well lit, they cover so that you can't see what. Like, like, they're doing something on the dark part whenever it's, like, a crescent, I think, is what he's getting at. Okay. It's, like, it's like almost like they're running out of space. But then like, what's the crescent? Like, how is... He's not saying anything about what the phases of the moon are or, like, how they work or anything. He's right. saying that, like, they work in the darkness of the moon. And then when their cover is about to be blown, this hologram... they just blow up this hologram. Why don't they this hologram use a hologram is... the entire time? Right. Doesn't say. Doesn't say that, but I think that's what I he's doing. I think he's trying at. to make himself sound more believable by saying that the hologram's not always there, you know? Yeah, but uh, maybe that's probably what But this hologram, this hologram is so powerful that it's able to mimic the rays of the sun bouncing off of the moon and that it matches the crescent or the quarter moon so well that you cannot see, it's like a seam where the moon ends and the hologram, or the shadow of the moon begins and the hologram begins, you know, like... I. But, um, I mean, even uh, Mr. Explorer says that none of this is conclusive. Uh, we can only hope that Mr. Crow will eventually find conclusive evidence to support his theory. Theory, I'm sorry. But for the time being, let's enjoy the, moon, the mighty moon as it is. As Earth's natural satellite, and maybe, who knows? This explorer, man, he doesn't know what to believe. He's, he's, he's hoping. He's exploring. He's exploring all options. He's, a, he's, an, he's an agnostic here. That's true. Uh, he's, yeah. he's not committing to any theories. He's saying. He brings up the point that ah, the moon could be real or the entire universe is a forgery. But we don't know. So let's just not think about it, you know? Let's just enjoy the, it and, as it is. And then there's the middle ground, Mr. Crow. The moon is sometimes real and sometimes it's a hologram. What are they doing up there? What are they up to? It's an artificial space station. Yeah, see, again, with what the are they doing up there? Why is it like, yeah, like I don't. What are they hiding? Nukes? Moon nukes? I mean, uh, if you get into the comment section here, which I don't think I we was, should actually acknowledge. I was going to, but it's uh, 
struggling to load on my tablet. So if you want to handle that. We have some suggestions in the comments, not yeah. our comments. The comments on uh, ufoholic.com. People, there, there are no trolls in this comment section, whether that's been monitored or if this Or is they're just, just really convincing. Yeah. They might be some great um, trolls. So we have some suggestions. Uh, Brian C. McDonald's. Uh, who has it? The first real name we've encountered, actually. It is. Um, Perhaps. So what he thinks. The moon is, in fact, an alien base. Cool. And this lunar wave, quote-unquote, that we see, hologram or not, he's, he's also not committing to any terms or... Uh, perhaps, it's a, perhaps it's a force field protecting... But he's saying that it is a mask over what the moon really is, is to hide the real features of the moon. He mm. does not provide any explanation why. He doesn't say, like, exactly why the real features would be. Because I guess the real features are what, aliens? I, I'm not exactly Alien sure. Alien structures, yeah. Mm. He goes on to say, if there are, in fact, aliens on slash in, I'm loving that little, they could be in there, <laughs> in the moon. And mole people. Moon mole people. No, it's not the moon mole people. It's the, this is a proper noun. He made this a proper noun. The elite. Oh. Is, in fact, hiding. Like from Halo. House. The elites from Halo are it hiding in the moon. It would be entirely possible and logical for them to create a hologram over the moon, especially with our increasingly powerful telescopes and more people being able to observe more detail at will. Hmm. I guess he's saying that it became a necessity because people were just, they were going to catch on. People were getting too too smart. So we needed... Technology was getting too powerful. There's, 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 there's little plot holes here because it's like off covering the real features. I guess that's... I guess he's not talking about like the craters he's talking about. No, like the happening. installations. Like, yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, why would they fake what the moon looks like? The satellite dishes I'm, and the... I'm taking his his uh, wording too, a little too literally. I think that dude has played a little too much Halo. Yeah. The he's elite, been hanging out uh, with the Arbiter. Oh my gosh. The Elite probably had already thought that with advancements in technologies and more powerful telescopes that eventually anyone will be able to see the surface. So they planned ahead. Oh, they knew this was coming. I see. Because we haven't been back to the moon in over 40 years. And I believe that cost has nothing to do with it when the government spends the money on a lot less important things. So he doesn't say that the moon landing is fake. He thinks we've been there. But he thinks, he thinks we've been there. it's because we're afraid of aliens. Not because we can't afford it. I believe the yeah, but I believe the fact is aliens are there. We are not welcome, and either the elite, whoever these elite are themselves, aliens or both, have created this hologram as to keep secrets. So not only are we not welcome on the moon, but we are so not welcome that the aliens helped us construct this hologram <laughs> so that we would stay away. It's like, listen, man, we're not friends. We're not friends, but we're gonna help you out because so we don't want you here. <laughs> we don't want your your rogue humans coming up here. And messing with our operation. So let's follow this a little bit. So he thinks we did land on the moon. So the astronaut, did they encounter the aliens? Were the aliens hiding? Were they, like... Were we there before did them? The, did the astronaut... They kicked us out? They kicked right. over our American flag? Is that why it's a hologram? They don't want us to know that actually mm. the flag is gone. Or did or the astronauts landed there. They saw the aliens. Didn't take any photos. And they kept quiet about it. The aliens replaced the astronauts. Oh. Buzz Aldrin never left the moon. Whoa. It is a clone. Whoa. That came back. They possessed their bodies. Whoa. You know what, man? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep our own theories wow. to ourselves because uh Abigail Abigailon replied to Michael Brian C. McDonald and said I'm, st I'm still reeling from Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> 
being a reptile man. Being a reptile man. Oh man. Abigail on goes on to say, I was just going to make that same statement. <sighs> Indeed, it is a projected camouflage over the surface to hide the activity. I think that is actually the best way to word that. Yeah. Uh, projected but camouflage. Does she go into what the activity is? No. Just there's activity. On the website, the living moon, all caps. Mm. A gentleman described what he saw through his high-powered telescope one night. He said that for a matter of about two minutes, the entire face of the moon changed, revealing structures, lights, roads, bridges, machinery. Wow, the aliens are eerily similar to humans. I wonder if they even speak English. <laughs> hey. If the, Buzz the, Aldrin the, was up there, he taught them. The ancients spoke English. They just didn't have a word for moon. <laughs> the word moon wasn't invented until 1066, don't you remember? Oh my gosh, yeah. Abigail on says, uh, this was covered up in a flash, like someone rolled a window up like a wave, because the movement of a window is similar to that of a or wave. Or the men in black mind wipe yeah. device. Yeah, this is the lunar wave, and then goes on to repeat holographic camouflage technology. Um, I think that dude was looking at the telescope too long. Um, or maybe a plane went past his yeah, view, I'm not, not saw some blinking sure. lights. Yeah, what happened there? He uh, saw some cities in the moon. Moon he cities. He saw highways. Highways. Structures, lights, roads, bridges. That must be a high-powered telescope, man. Yeah, wow. Well. Um, and then two Jeez. other comments. Uh, this one seems kind of like a skeptic. Anyone care to explain what a mechanism by which a holocron can raise tides? Yeah, that's that's someone like, what do you... That's a, that's a, a refute. Yeah. I wouldn't call him a troll because he's... No, he's, he's, he's just asking. He's you. just... He's got a legitimate... I think he's uh, confused here because he's he's believing that PP, these people are saying the moon isn't real at all. And that's not what they're saying. Right. They're saying we're just... He might have come from uh, the revisionist. He might have. He's still he's still caught on the moon's not real. Yeah. And then another commenter, uh, George Melads... Melads... I'm not sure. I'm sorry for butchering your name, George. Oh, you know, he, you know he's tuning there. in. You know it. According to Buddhism, whole reality of ours is kind is a kind illusion is a kind of illusion or if you like a hologram. From this viewpoint, the moon may also be regarded as an illusion or hologram. So what he's saying basically is the whole Socratic thing. It's like you can't prove that everything in life isn't a hologram. So the moon must be a sure, hologram there's, as well. There are theories like scientists say like, well, we don't know that we're not in a simulation because the simulation is so realistic. You know, there's a higher species above us. We're just a game to them. We're like the Sims, basically, to them. Yeah. Um, so that's, I guess, just the more metaphysical uh, stance on that idea. We might we might get into stuff like that you eventually. Know, uh, once um, we get uh, deeper and yeah. get past these basic entry-level conspiracy <laughs> theories, if you will. Um, and then we have one last. One last. This you. one. This one's just. This is just. Just fun. You gotta go to your favorite source of uh, Yahoo Answers. Uh, got a question from an. Uh, believe that these are all now deleted accounts because there are no names any longer. Sure. Um, this, does it have the date? I don't have the date on. Uh... Um. The one comment says six years ago. Okay. So yeah, I see a, that as well. These comments are all saying six years ago. So. I so the question was at least six years ago. The last comment was two years ago. Okay, so the question itself was at least six years old. The question is, uh, no punctuation here. This, or no, no, not no, uh, yeah. Did the moon in incorrect exist incorrect. in the nineties? I hate the moon. 
the moon existed in the 90s is a statement. I hate the moon is the question. That's the question. The best answer is, yeah, well, I don't think the moon likes you either. Um, <sighs> but then we have some, then we have our, uh, we have, we have our theories here. Uh, anonymous source uh, again. The moon only appeared about five years ago. So at the time, ago, so that'd be 11 years ago. So 2005. 2005. It wasn't here in the 90s. I hate the moon too. Why do you hate the moon? I hate the moon because I love cheese and the moon is too far away to eat. Oops, troll. Oh. Just feels like a children's book. You hate the moon? I hate the moon. Why do you hate the moon? Like, good, it's like, explain good, your feelings. Good night, moon, that I hate. Because it is cheese. How, how does the revisionist feel about good, good night, moon? You know, it it's Just the elite. perpetrating that myth? Yeah, that moon um, myth? Then, then we actually get a serious commenter. I was a young child in the 90s. I definitely remember the moon. When I was seven, I even remember first hearing about, in quotes, faces of the moon, and I thought they were called faces of the moon. Oh, what a cute little anecdote that was. I'm enjoying this commenter. Her name is uh, Gin, Gin Table. Gin Table? Oh, I'm going to say Gin Table. she got I a table like full of gin. Yeah. It goes on to state some facts. The moon is estimated to be about four billion years old, and perhaps with the Earth formed at the same time. The entire solar system formed about 4.6 billion years ago. Unless the entire solar system is hoax. I mean, she doesn't give any sources, but, you know, we can just believe in Gin Table. Mm -hmm. um, then someone has some other... Oh, the old cynic. The old cynic. Oh, see, this is how you know the moon's real. The old cynic <laughs> says, the moon was definitely there in the 1990s. I remember it well. Indeed, it was there in the 1970s, as there was a song called Under the Moon of Love. And in the 1960s, there was a song called Blue Moon. The Frank Sinatra rendition, which of course can be heard in Fallout New Vegas. Second Fallout reference, had to do it. Yeah, yeah, where you can also uh, drag some aliens, some followers of Adam, to the moon. Mm -hmm. Gotta get the aliens back, see, because they were they're just sick of being Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin, their, their human suit died, and they were like, you gotta send us back. Is Buzz Aldrin a ghoul under there? Oh, man. Is he a ghoul? Radiation, all that radiation on the moon, that's what they're hiding. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Um, the old cynic goes on, and there's old cynic ways. I'm not sure there's anything to be gained from hating the moon. I would channel my emotions to something more productive. Perhaps a podcast. As a cynic would. Uh, and then Chris says, six years ago, without the moon, no tides. So if you live in a house lower than the high tide line, I could see why you'd have a problem with it. Well, see, this guy's trying to understand the anger towards yeah. the moon. Well, because cause our questioner, he doesn't really offer much in the way of context. or No, but this, uh, this commenter keeps offering other. If you were a lycanthrope... A werewolf. If you're a wolf man. I can see why it might bug you. If the moon gets full and you get a little hairy. I can see why it might bug you. I can't think of any other reasons you'd hit a harmless inanimate object that's millions of clicks away. Clicks? What a... What a... Must, what be, a, a, must be a military man, Chris. Yeah, uni, uni, uh, what a unit of measurement yeah. that is. Then I can't think like you, because with a question like that... You're not the full quid, and I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but boy, you boggle my mind. I think I think that's a great place to end. <laughs> I just love I love how Chris calls the moon inanimate because it moves on its own. Like I, as someone that believes in the moon and cares for the moon very much, is the moon moving or is the moon being moved? 
See, I'm not a scientist. I don't know. I think I just know that the moon poles work together. Yeah. This is us just talking. Well, it's all. Our, isn't like, the sun moving all of them? That's what I'm saying. I yeah. think so. Technically, you could say it's. You can make the argument that's an inanimate object. That's not the real argument here. I just, I just think that the use of inanimate was interesting. You know. Yeah. Um. I, I recognize that the moon does not have sentience. I I think that's a great place to end it. We can continue to go into moon landing stuff. We'd be here. We don't for, have the uh, research prepared for you. We'd be here for days anyway if um, we did that. But yeah, we will be back. Um, cannot give you a definite. Um, I was thinking monthly. Monthly, we could uh, do some research. Yeah, I was thinking monthly. Um, Come back. But yeah, this was the first episode of It Doesn't Add Up. Uh, we, we thank hope. you very much for listening. Oh, yeah. That's what we were shooting for. Um, we were shooting for the moon. Ooh. Did we land in the stars? We gotta find out. We need some feedback. If you have feedback for us, We'd let us know. If we're boring, if we're too quiet. A lot of I don't volume. Think, I don't think we, you, yeah. Volume. I don't think we were too quiet, actually. I'd like to hear about volume. Um, if you have any suggestions for theories if you'd like you, us to explore. Yes. Um, we really don't want to talk about Holocaust deniers. Like, no. I, let's um, let's go with more like the whole um, things that you could talk about at the dinner table without like offending. You know. Well, I just yeah, I just don't want to acknowledge stuff like that. Like no. personally, I don't want to even think about people saying that stuff. No. Um. So let's um. So we're gonna deny the deniers, if you will. Basically, like I don't yeah. want to acknowledge that, that people think that stuff. But yeah, if you have an interesting uh, we, conspiracy think... theory for us, um, best way to get that to us is uh, you can send me an email uh, at deadandroad87 at gmail dot com, um, or if you just you know want to, if you want to comment on the today's theory, you know, if something piqued your interest, if you have yeah. some more insight, uh, we would love to hear it and we could talk about it on uh, next episode. Yeah, we'll be responsive. Um, we love interaction. Yeah, or you can talk to me on Twitter. Uh, it's just at Dead End Road. Um, I'm always on there. I'm on there too much, actually. More than so, texting, yeah. Yeah, so um, if you want to send me that there. So yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back. Hope you enjoyed. If not, let us know, honestly. Yeah, you should be. Um, the way this is going to work is it's going to be posted on my WordPress, which will be uh, deadendroadblog.wordpress.com. For the time being, uh, I might be getting a, an actual domain, um, so stay tuned for that. Um, there will be links. It'll be. It'll have... Uh, that doesn't add up as a link. Um, there's going to be an RSS feed. Hopefully, if it doesn't, you know, uh, get screwed up, uh, it should be on iTunes and podcast services as well. Um, so yeah, we'll be around. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Oh, and we should we should probably be doing radio again soon. Yeah. Because I've been wanting to. Just enjoyed um, us and our banter. Which actually we didn't do much banter this time. We normally. It was, it was a good amount of banter. We were... No, we had, we normally. Uh, I don't know if you like that whole jokey uh, kind of vibe. You can check out our radio show uh, if you're interested in uh, yeah, if you want to see some hear some older shows uh that's mixcloud.com slash dead and road there's play a, lot a ton of, of them there alternative music alternative rock um that's a very it's, very vague it's very broad descriptor. Um, we don't do uh, a lot of a lot of independent kind of punk stuff and most things that would fall under the genre of rock in a very broad sense yeah like we're not country we're not rap we're not pop so yeah. i I'd label us rock if you're going by those big descriptors um, yeah, so you can find that all there, or if you just want to follow my Twitter, links yeah. are all over the place. Um, or if you like video games, we do that. Mentions. Yeah, we'll be doing that again soon. We took a little break um, for a few months for that. Not from playing. But not from playing, no, just streaming. Yeah, we play lots of RPGs and co-op games and all kinds of stuff. And yeah, we'd love to... We can talk about the moon in the Twitch chat. Yeah.
could do that too. Casual doesn't have to be all polished. Yeah. Hang out with us. Yeah. Talk about our thoughts. So, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. It's been a great night. So, we will be seeing you. All right. Get talking at you. Yeah. Never show up again. That's cool too. I don't care. I mean, I care a little bit, but it's all right. I don't. I don't hold grudges. I do, but I won't. You know. You won't know about it. Nah. It's just silent, silent anger. Because All right. boy, you boggle my mind. <laughs> <laughs>